vacuums spit out eggs to reproduce. Does that mean Piccolo doesn't have a dick? Okay, for one, who starts a conversation like that? Two, what the fuck made you think of that? Are you watching Dragon Ball Z? And three, I'm willing to bet that Piccolo probably doesn't have a dick, no. Have you ever looked? He doesn't have a package. None of them have packages. But we know Goku and Gohan have dicks because they show their dicks in the show. Granted, when they're babies, but they do show their little tiny baby peepees. I remember that from the manga. So they have dicks. (laughs) But Dende says that the elder, Namek, or Namekian, spits out eggs to reproduce. And if you look, all the Namekians that you see in the show are male. Or asexual, or whatever you want to call it. Maybe they're, yeah, maybe they're asexual. Or it could be a situation where, like, kind of like in uh, in Final Fantasy XI... Um, the Mithra were a female-only class, and it was explained that the females were the ones that went out and hunted and did the stuff, and the males stayed back and cooked and took care of the village and stuff. Um, so, I mean, it might be a situation kind of like that, just reversed, but I don't know. I don't think so, because like I said, they spit out eggs. The eldest Namekian spits out eggs to reproduce, so all the Namekians were his children. And, yeah, no women, so... I'm assuming they don't have dicks, which means Piccolo doesn't have a dick. But then, like, how would he pee? Maybe they don't I have mean, to pee. And didn't didn't they also said that they don't eat; they only drink water. So, well, then they would have to pee. No, plants, they just wouldn't poo. Plants don't pee; they drink water. Namekian isn't a plant. You don't know that they're green. They're they're humanoid alien species, but they're not plants. You don't know that. Keep watching. Like I said, Piccolo doesn't have a dick. Welcome to Yav's Pod. You And you stole my intro, you <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Oh my god, this piece of fucking shit right you here. You weren't getting on with it. We gotta let people know what they're listening to. You were the one that kept talking. What the fuck are you talking about? Welcome to Yav's Pod. I'm Dalton. That's the villain of the universe. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> The Game Awards happened this week. I'm asking the questions people want answers to. Does Piccolo have a dick? He wears pants. I don't think you are asking the questions that people want answers to. He wears pants, and when he gets blown up by people's power, his shirts and shit get ripped off, but his pants always stay on. So what are they hiding? Okay, plants don't wear pants. You don't know if all of them don't wear pants. Point proven. Trees have bark. That's kind of like clothes. No, it's not. It's more like armor. Armor is clothing. I wouldn't consider armor clothing. You don't just wear armor. You can. That's why they call it armor and not clothing. You can. <laughs> yeah, if you are like, I don't know, in Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, well, there you go. You're wrong. Anyways. 50 Cent wore a bulletproof vest. Yeah, a lot of good it did him. What you well, to they don't protect you from getting shot in the face. <laughs> like I said, a lot of good it did him. Uh, what have I been up to this let's, week? Let's piss off 50 Cent so we can do a live show and he'll just buy the first like five or six rows so Hell nobody yeah. comes and then we can just take that money and run. Hell yeah. I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be <laughs> like, oh, so nobody's here, but all the tickets got sold. <clears throat> Sweet. Time to go home. Um, I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'm 87 episodes and one movie in, so only like <laughs> 100 and something episodes to go. 180 something 190 something something like that now when you're through with z are you going to move on to the others maybe i'm going to do a palate cleanser i might 
do Chainsaw Man because that'll probably be have its first season finished by then. If it isn't already finished. And then uh, I may go back to Dragon Ball and watch that. And then go to GT. But... I don't know, because Dragon Ball is only 127 episodes, something like that, so it's not not as bad as Dragon Ball Z. But, what's, is it, what's the, would you watch the one that's, uh, the one that I guess they don't consider it canon anymore, was it Kai? Dragon Ball Z Kai is an abridged, remastered oh, version that's of not, Z. Then what am I thinking of? Um, so there, there was like a series, GT maybe? Well, GT is, takes place after Z. I don't know if it's not canon anymore, and I don't know that much about it, but the the chronological map I'm using is Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. Which I think Super is either still going on or it ended like a couple years ago. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z since my Toonami days. I mean, it's, it's a decent show. Um, let me just yeah. say this. Saiyans are fucking stupid. Like they are the dumbest fucking creep. No wonder they turn into apes. Like apes are smarter than they are. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a scene I was watching. Uh, spoilers if you haven't watched Dragon Ball Z. It fucking came out in the 80s. Fucking watch it. Um, there's a scene where like Goku's fighting Frieza and he's hanging one handed by like a cliff and there's lava rising up underneath him and he's like, oh no 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 no, trying to like cool himself. It's like motherfucker, you can fly. Why the fuck are you hanging on a cliff talking about some, oh no, oh no, just fucking fly away, you dipshit. Because that would end the suspense. No, it would end his fucking stupidity. That's like, I was playing Nexamon earlier, and these, or it might have been last night, yeah, it was last night, and these, like, five dudes show up that look a hell of a lot like the Power Rangers, they call themselves the Justice Knights. Yeah. And they're like, tell us what trouble you're after and we'll help you. And they're like, we'll defeat anything. And you're like, we're after the Nexo Lord. And they all look at each other, and one by one, they just teleport away. Like, yeah, fuck right? that shit. And then your little buddy just looks at you and goes, yeah, I guess that would have made it a pretty short game, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it cracked me up. Well, like, also Vegeta. So, in the Frieza battle, which is what I'm watching right now, Vegeta fucking, from light speed, goes from, I'm a Super Saiyan, I can beat Frieza to, oh my god, Frieza's way tougher than I thought, I should run away. Oh wait, no, I'm a Super Saiyan, I can beat him. Like, he wants to be Super Saiyan so <laughs> fucking bad. Like, so fucking bad, and it just, it just isn't happening. Like, yeah, it's so fucking funny. Oh yeah, what else you been up to? Uh... Been trying to 100% God of War Ragnarok. It's, it's fucking tough. Like, so there's something in God of War Ragnarok. The Valkyries were in the first game, and they were hard as shit. This game has uh, Berserker Gravestones. So basically, you go to this gravestone, you put a sword hilt into it, and you start like a caged battle against these Berserkers who are f- fucking like uh, Dark Souls enemies. And, dude, it's like fucking Dark Souls, and you know how I feel about Dark Souls shit. Like, <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. So, I'm, like, trying to beat these motherfuckers. I beat three that's, or four of the twelve. That's one of the reasons I was surprised that you liked the new God of War so much, is because they took the original God of War concepts and were like, what if we just made this like Dark Souls? But the game itself is not really. The only parts that I would say were Dark Souls-like are the Valkyries Combat. in 2018 and the Berserkers in Ragnarok. Because, like, the combat is not that overly difficult. Like, if you 
pump stats into strength, especially the standard combat's pretty laughable. Like my strength is at like five fifty two right now, and the little bar on the the abilities thing only goes up to five hundred. So I've just like flown past the end of it <laughs> and just going into the fucking stratosphere. And uh, yes, I'm fucking doing damage. Oh, I was so pissed! I was fighting one berserker last night. So this one, when you start it, three people come out. So you have to fight three motherfuckers at the same time. So two of them are like sisters who are linked. So if you hit one, it damages the other. So I'm like, all right, I need to focus on them, get rid of them, because they're doing like ranged attacks while you're fighting the berserker. So I get rid of them, get the fucking berserker down to literally you can't see the sliver of health still on its health bar, right? Yeah. Instead of backing up, dodging, and waiting for an opening to attack, my dumbass was just like, one more hit, and ran in to hit her. She fucking hit me. Boom. Killed. I was so fucking pissed off about it. Like, fucking A. Pissed me off so much. Because, like, they're all three fucking going at you, and they have massive health bars. And, yeah. Yeah, you gotta love fights like that. Oh, it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> but I don't think... Because, you know, sometimes if you have a hard boss like that, you turn the difficulty down some. I don't think it affects these fights. I think these fights are like, because they're not paramount required. to completing the game. Yeah. So it's like, if you really want to do it, you got to commit to it. More power to you, my brother. Uh, it fucking sucks, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying. Um, I've also like been a- watching uh, the Wednesday show on Netflix. It's fucking good. Like, it, oh, yeah. it That's would be, what I've heard. It would be right up your alley. It's uh, the best way I can think. Yeah, the best way I can think to describe it is it's goth Harriet the Spy. You remember Harriet the Spy from back in the day? The Nickelodeon movie? Yeah, it's it's a goth version of that. It's pretty fucking good. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Um, Milady pointed me in the direction of trolls. Have you seen the fucking trailer for that on Netflix? I saw the preview for it. I haven't watched it. I think I might watch that tomorrow because, like, it looks sweet. I'm all about troll. I like trolls a lot, and then yeah. it like it made me think of a uh, troll hunter, oh, yeah. like with a budget. Yeah, I was wondering when I saw the trailer if it was an Americanized version of that movie with a bigger budget. So did I. But and and if it is fucking badass, if it's a new story, that's even cool. That's cool too. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, have you seen the previews for the new Tom Hanks movie, uh, A Man Called Otto? Where he's like a grumpy guy living in a neighborhood. So that movie is based off of a book from one of my favorite authors, uh, Frederick Bachman, called A Man Called Ove. And I guess they changed the auto because Ove is a, he's from like Scandinavia or somewhere. And I guess it's a more popular name there. So it wouldn't be that popular here. They actually made a movie of that book, like in his home country. And so now they're making an Americanized version of it. But, like, he's one of my favorite authors, and that book's really good, so I'm excited to see if that movie is any good. Well, fingers crossed that it is for you. Oh, dude. really enjoy the book. And they just added Bullet Train to Netflix, so I'm excited to watch that. I'm what shocked. That? That's that one. There's, like, uh, I think it's Brad Pitt and a bunch of other people, and they're fighting over this briefcase on a bullet train in Japan. Like, it looks like a badass action movie, so I kind of want to watch it. Uh. I'm shocked, Not though, because I swear it didn't feel like it came out in theaters that long ago for it to already be on Netflix, but that's 
that's the world we live in now. That's what I'm saying. That's the way it is nowadays, bro. Yep. Oh, show. Speaking of, you know the new D for Speed Unbound came out literally last Friday. So, like, nine days ago. The new game? Yes, the new Need for Speed Unbound wow. game came out no, nine days ago. It is on sale right now. GameStop has it on sale for 45 Target has it on sale for 40 This was a $70 game nine days ago. If that tells you how much faith EA has in the Need for Speed franchise. Ugh. Yeah. and like, sucks. From what I've heard by most people, it's a solid arcade racer. Like, they went really arcadey with the, not the graphics, but because graphics look pretty good, but like when you drift, there's like neon lines that flow behind your tires. And like when you do nitrous or shit, like flame, like graffiti flames come out and stuff like that. So it's real stylized, but the actual car models and stuff still look pretty realistic. It seems like it would be fun, but I just can't believe they put it on sale that quick. It seems very, very quick to me. Nine days. Nine days. Like that's got to be the fastest a game has ever gone on what is that 40 percent off sale something like that i mean it has to like, that's, like i can't think of anything other than maybe like the games that you can get them when you like when you pre-order it you get a bit of a discount but it's never that big no it's never 30 dollars. like 30 dollars off in nine days that's not even a week and a half it's fucking nuts man speaking of video games since i know we do have a lot of gamers who listen to this even though it's not a video game podcast nate um GameStop's Pro Week is this week. So they're going to have like big deals on shit in store. So it's definitely worth looking at uh, their website or, you know, flyers or whatever to see if it's anything you're looking for. Gifts you're looking to buy might be worth checking out. Oh, yeah. So what have you been up to this week? Man, work, work. Slaving away for the, for the, uh, man. Yes, sir. I've been working and then, uh, I've been playing some Nexum on. That's, I really like. I really recommend Nexmon. Like, I think Dude, we might have talked about this. It sounds bad, but I swear, with you talking about Nexmon the last week or two, it makes me think of when we were kids, and like every kid in your class got a Super Nintendo, but you got like a Tiger Electronics handheld, and like so, all the other kids are talking about their Super Nintendo and how awesome it is. You're like, well, the Tiger Electronics really cool because look, I could do this, this, I could bring it to school and play it. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've had Nexum on for a while. I just I'm just saying just with, with like it. literally everybody in the Discord talking about Pokemon, and you're like, oh, I can't afford the Pokemon, but I got this Nexamon game. I do. I have this other game. I can play that instead. Hell I know. Yeah. I'm just saying that just makes me think about that. Like, all the other kids got a Game Boy, and you're like, check out my Tiger Electronics handheld Jurassic Park game. <laughs> it's just as good. Uh, I, I would love a Jurassic Park game. Uh, my local but, GameStop uh, has one on the clearance rack. Tiger Electronics Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, um, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I recommend them to PC players who want to play something that's Pokemon-like. Or They're really fun, both of them. Just emulate Pokemon games on your PC. Uh, yeah, you. good luck with Scarlet and Violet, though. Like, yeah, you're not going to get those, but you can get it's a, It's a little rough right now. Uh, Arceus... Emulate's pretty good if you have a decent enough computer. But, uh, yeah, then I've been playing a little bit of a... I played the first mission of Descent Free Space, which was Jeff's pick for yeah. the Steam Machine game. 
Um, we're ha- we're currently having issues, so uh, that being the next episode pending for the Steam Machine podcast listeners, uh, I've gotten it to run. Nate's gotten it, or I'm gonna say, excuse me, Willie's gotten it to run. Nate hasn't been able to get it to run yet, and oh, Nate, uh, pick it up. Jeff is pending. Well, me and Willie only got it to run because Willie looked up some open source way to get it to run, and so is it like yeah. a game you're not supposed to be playing, or no, it's just old. Uh, why are you playing old games? Play new shit. Play Yakuza Kiwami 2. Because Jeff's not going to pick Yakuza Kiwami 2. Damn it, Jeff. And Jeff paid his hard-earned money. Damn it, Jeff. What? I'm just saying. Speaking of, can't talk shit about Jeff, because it's Jeff's birthday while we're recording this. It is Jeff's birthday. So happy birthday, Jeff. Happy birthday, Jeff. Hopefully, you get a little little, uh, sloppy toppy tonight. Get that sloppy toppy. That sloppy sloppy toppy. toppy. Get that sloppy toppy. (laughs) Oh man! And Jeff uh, will probably listen to this tonight or in the morning, one of the two. So, because he's a lovely Patreon. Segway, segway. If you want to listen to the Patreon or come and join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/yavspod. That'd be sweet of you. You get the episodes early. You get extra episodes. You get yeah. to stick your finger in Dalton's butthole. I mean, there's only one patron that gets to do that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and me. <laughs> Um, let me fix my second monitor turning off real quick. Um, other than that, dude, I mean, I really haven't done much of anything else. I mean, I've been getting, uh, trying to like pick up Christmas gifts here and there. Yeah. But I've been like, my checks have not been great lately. So I've been, I've been working so much. I've been pretty close to done Christmas shopping. I got to get like a gift card for one person and my dad's side of the family does like the, whatever you call the bullshit where you draw numbers and you can steal presents and all that, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, I'm not a big fan of like holiday party games and shit, but it is what it is. So I got to get a gift for that. Is it? Is there like a price limit? Uh, it's like a twenty to twenty five dollars. Somebody always does like a fifty dollar bill with like a fruit cake or something like that. And yeah. <laughs> Somebody always does like a foot bath. Somebody does like a throw blanket. It's always you know pretty predictable stuff. So. I got you. I mean, <laughs> imagine being the person who's like, I'm bringing a fruitcake. Yeah, but it's got a $50 but, yeah. bill attached to it. <clears throat> I guess that, I guess that makes up for the, sorry about the yeah. fruitcake, here's $50. So, yeah, so they basically do it so like it's a cash prize, but there's something in the box with it. I got you. I remember I, I did, cocaine. one time I did a Walmart gift card <laughs> for like 25 bucks, but it was in the shape of a lump of coal. And it like you know it was printed to look like a lump of coal, and one of my aunts got it and legit thought it was like a gag gift and thought it was just a lump of coal, and like for a while she thought it was just a lump of coal. Like somebody stole it from her, and they were like, "Why?" She was like, "Why would you want that?" And she was like, "It's a twenty five dollar gift card." She's like, "What? I didn't know that." Oh my god! I was like, "Damn, Walmart got him." Got him. Other than that, dude, nothing. I ain't been up to nothing. Yeah, I've been work, sleep, eat, repeat. Oh. Something I forgot like four days ago. Fucking pulled a muscle in my butt cheek and down the back of my leg like a Charlie. I horse. bet you did. And it still fucking hurts. And the I fuck it does. The fucked up part. I was telling a friend of mine today. She's twenty seven, so she doesn't know what it's like being old. It's like I fucking did it in my sleep apparently because I just woke up the next morning and it hurts like I slept weird or some shit. And now I got a week's worth of ass pain from it. I think you got a horny ghost is what you got. I mean, don't fucking wake me up first. Like, at this point, I'll fucking take it. Dude, I've had sex three times this year. So, 
And I was in a relationship until fucking April. So, yeah. I had sex three times in, like, July. And that was it. So, yeah. Fucking just wake me up, horny ghost. I'll fucking spread the cheeks for you. (laughs) Speaking of, I was thinking about I was talking to a friend about it earlier. That has been since last September. I had sex one time in last September and then three times this July. So, yeah. Fucking. Wake me up. I might suck the fucking ghost off if I need to. (laughs) Like, just fucking. I just need to feel something. But no, dude, that fucking muscle, that shit sucks. Yeah. Like, because like, it's like. Muscle pains, the shit. And when you sit in a chair most of the day, like, that shit sucks. And then when you get up to walk, you're like fucking hobbling around. Like, dude, fucking get, uh, getting old sucks. When my sciatic nerve flares up, like, uh, yeah, I got to use my cane to stand up. That shit sucks. I've had that like three times. And yeah, the first time it ever happened, it like. I was at work and I bent over to get something. Like I felt that sharp pain shoot from my lower back through my butt cheek and like down the back of my leg. Yeah. And like it hurt, but I was like, oh, you know, I probably just pulled a muscle. So I went to my mom's house and I'm a sloucher when I sit in chairs. I'm a tall guy, I slouch. So I slouched down and had my feet like up on the, the ottoman, right? And I was like, I got to pee. So I went to get up and I literally couldn't pick my legs up. Like they mm-hmm. were fucking just dead weight. I had to roll over onto my knees on the floor to stand up. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. yeah. And like you said, it takes, you know, I was in my 20s then, so I think it was a week or two to get over it. It's like, if it happens to me now, I'm probably just going to fucking starve to death in my bed. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to be able to get up to go eat. Dude, it, yeah, it's fucking, it, it's rough. It's one of the worst. I wouldn't wish it on anybody who's never experienced it. Like, your sciatic nerve firing. Oh, Dude, my second flare up. I had a first date planned, right? And it happened like the night, the day before the first date. First date was going to the go-kart track. <laughs> so I went to the fucking go-kart track and raced go-karts for a few hours with fucking sciatica. Like, dude. Uh, yeah, I was a fucking soldier in my 20s. Bro, no. Yeah. Fuck that. When I when I when my sciatic nerve flares up, bro, I'm staying the fuck home. I'm either going to be in my chair or in my bed. That's it. Yeah. Jezza doesn't like to disappoint the ladies, so. Good on you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So, the Game Awards did happen this week while I was at work. Yes, they did. I watched them. So, you want to run through the announcements and then we'll run through the actual awards themselves? Oh my god, that was weird as fuck. You glitched. Like, you fucking chonked for a second. And it was like, uh, and then your voice came through, but it came through really fast. Really fast, catch up. Yeah. It was like, so, you want to go to <laughs> Do you want to run through the announcements first, or you want to run through the awards? Uh, dealer's choice. All right, let's run through the announcements and get those done. So, first thing that they announced that I know of was there's finally a release date for Final Fantasy 16. Ah, yep. this was the I watched that trailer and it does does not tickle my pickle at all. Yeah, it's not your style of game. No, it's not. Um, but uh, I, people are hyped for it. I'm curious about me. 15 because 15 is more modern. I might like that better, but like, yeah, the medieval stuff, I'm just not as into. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be I, a bad game. I, it's probably gonna be fantastic, but I'm just probably not gonna play it. I honestly think that you would probably dig 15 between the modern aesthetic and the bro story and Cindy. And I know their car is pretty dope. And that car is badass. Yeah, yeah, especially like, I've later seen on. Seen that before. Um, so yeah, the, the release date, uh, June 22nd, 2023. Yeah. 
So something that came out of fucking nowhere, at least to me. Yeah. The whole time this trailer was playing, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it pops up from software at the beginning. I was like, oh, great. They're announcing Elden Ring 2. It's going to come out in 2023 <laughs> and win game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> There's every year they're oh. going to release an Elden Ring game. It's going to win game of the year for the rest. Of- it's going to be the fucking Tom Brady of video games. <laughs> <laughs> It very well could be. But yeah, uh, Elden Ring developer from software has officially announced Armored Core 6. Yeah. Alongside revealing a trailer that shows the new giant robots fighting each other. I'm like, what? I saw from software and then I saw like badass robots and shit. And I was like, man, what is this? And yet the cinematic trailer looked pretty cool. I, I've never played an Armored Core game. They just never really stood out as something I thought I would enjoy. So I probably won't play this one either, but who knows? I'm just intrigued that From Software is doing it. Unless yeah. they did the originals, I don't remember if they did or not. I, I don't think they. Said no it. idea. We don't do any kind of research or anything on this. Show. Yeah, we don't. Uh, the next one, the Discord was hyped about. The next one, a bunch of people were hyped about. I know, like Ostar is probably going to do a backflip if she hasn't seen it yet. Like the uh, they are doing Hades two. Yes, where I believe you will be playing as the sister. Of the main character. I believe Zagreus right. Playing his Zagreus' sister. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, and it shocks so the, me that that's coming out already. Because I was so surprised too. 2020. So I was like, wow. I, was, I expected it to be like DLC or something. It's like, nope, a sequel. So, hey, good on them. Maybe they'll win game of the year 2023. And it's funny you said that you were shocked. Because the next one, uh, Ken Levine... The creator of Bioshock has announced uh, that he's got a new game coming out called Judas. Yeah. That looked a lot like Bioshock. It looked a lot like Bioshock. It looked interesting. Um, I don't know if I'll play this one or not either, but who was it that did this game? Like, who was the publisher? That did Judas? Yes, because I know 2K did Bioshock. Uh, it's whatever his his new studio is. I'm not sure. No, he's just self, self-publishing self it. Well, it's whatever. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm not, I don't he's know. Kojima. He's Kojima-ing this bitch. <laughs> oh, speaking of Kojima, yeah. sir, I'm curious about what uh what your thoughts are. Of this so they officially they officially announced Death Stranding two. Ah, I'm torn here because I want to play it. I want to see what's happening, but I don't. The way Death Stranding ends, I don't think it needed a sequel. So I'm really curious where it's gonna go so yeah see i haven't beaten it so i have no idea so that's why i was very curious as to what you were like you think about it now that it's um, on pc i would highly suggest doing it for steam machine like oh and especially now the director's cut upgrade yeah. thing is out too yeah. and i have that i may would play through it again to do on steam machine because it's just that game is fucking amazing the story how long is it it's hold on let me check real quick so if you want to look at how long to beat off. Yeah. It's been, that game came out in 20, is it 2019? Yeah. So I played it in 2019. Uh, says Death Stranding is 40 and a half hours. Death Stranding director's cut is 36 hours. So it's a, it's a chunky boy. Completionist is 113 and 107. I did, Woo. Okay. I did most everything in the game. But when I realize there's like a few things you have to do in like, it's like triple S or triple S plus or something difficulty. 
or you have to get like triple S or S plus or something ratings in the hardest difficulty. And I just couldn't get it done. So I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to platinum the game. I'm not going to do all the tedious bullshit if I'm not going to be able to do these missions. So I just gave up on it. Because like I had the fucking trophy list printed out at work and was sitting there playing it like trying to just trophy hunt it. And yeah, I hate trophies that are difficulty lock. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. So the, the next thing that it has here is Kojima rewrote Death Stranding 2 after the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I clicked that link yeah. to look further into this. Apparently, after going through the pandemic, he rewrote the game completely. He said, I had a story written before the pandemic, but after experiencing the pandemic, I rewrote the whole thing from scratch. He told Keeley after being asked how the pandemic affected the game. I also didn't want to predict any more future, so I rewrote yep. it. He said that on stage, and I fucking got and a chuckle out of it. I got to tell you, it's like, yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to predict the future anymore, so I rewrote the script. And, and this article says exactly what I was about to bring up, which was, dude, if you go back, and I know you wouldn't because I know how you are, but if you listener go back and play Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty, and see how like it's like Kojima fucking knew, it's like he's Doctor Who, yeah. Or something. You know what I mean? Like, So it's one it's of two things. Wild. Either Kojima is able to tell the future or the world is so obsessed with Hideo Kojima that they <laughs> live out whatever he writes. <laughs> Maybe it's like uh, he's got like our world's version of a death note, but it's like whatever he writes in it comes true and he just writes his game scripts in it. <laughs> Maybe so. This uh, next one anyway. I was really fucking excited for too. Oh yeah, dude. The cyberpunk expansion. Idris Elba joins Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty new gameplay trailer revealed. When I heard Keanu Reeves' name, or I heard Keanu Reeves talking in a trailer, I was like, man, they're putting him in fucking everything. And then I saw, like, a character, and I was like, oh, this is Cyberpunk shit. Really? And then I saw Johnny Silverhand, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, is it going to be, like, Cyberpunk 2077 2, or is it just going to be a DLC? And I assume this is a DLC. It's an entire expansion. It's not just okay. like a quote DLC. Like okay. it's an expansion to it. So it'll be a like you can download it like a DLC. Yeah. But it'll be more like like for instance, the Witcher Three expansions, you know, were like twenty hours long ten to twenty hours long as compared yeah. to like maybe a two hour DLC. Yeah. Oh I wanna say this while I remember it. Because I posted something in Discord a while back that I thought was funny. So I went I was looking on GameStop's website at like shit that was on or their app looking at shit that was on sale. There was a download code for Series X for a Far Cry 6 Game of the Year edition. This was funny to me because not only did Far Cry 6 not win Game of the Year last year when it came out, it wasn't fucking nominated for Game of the Year. So they literally just made their own Game of the Year version of a game that was not even in consideration (laughs) for Game of the Year. I was like, so we're just fucking calling whatever, whatever, huh? (laughs) That's tremendous. Um. Far Cry 6, man, I need to go back and play some of that. That game was, it was not as good as Far Cry 5 to me, but it was really good. And it yeah. may be because Far Cry 5, growing up in the white-ass religious South, struck a little closer to home for me. It was more relatable, whereas like I didn't live through a you know, Latin American revolution. So, But it was still, the characters were very lovable, and... Giancarlo Esposito can do no wrong. He's one of the most yeah. perfect like TV video game villains there are. And yeah, 
So it was a r- fucking great. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about I, Cyberpunk, though. Before we move on from CD Projekt Red, uh, listener, as you are listening to this, it will be December 14th. Unless you're a Patreon. Wednesday, December 14th, unless you're a Patreon. Then just listen to it when you listen to it. Yeah, but Wednesday, December 14th is the next-gen upgrade for The the Witcher 3. Yeah. And anybody who already owns it gets that upgrade for free. And that goes to as for console and PC. Yeah. So... What's cool about that is if I get a PS5 one day, I can take my PS4 disc, pop it in my PS5, and get the PS5 upgrade for free. Yep. The Cyberpunk upgrades up. were free as well, but it was only on console because mm-hmm. the PC version was already the upgrade version. So Already superior. Um, um, I will say, because so since this comes out on December 14th, that will be one day before Ostara's birthday, so we'll also tell her happy birthday. Yeah, so we can tell her happy birthday. And in fact, in one hour and one minute, it'll be Megan's birthday. So happy birthday to happy Megan. Happy birthday, as well. Megan. All you fucking December babies. All these December. I was just about to say, all these December babies. Y'all realize um, that, like, y'all parents were, like, fucking around Valentine's early March. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it on. Yeah, y'all uh, are Valentine's babies. So, the, which means the, dad bought your mom a good present. But not a good enough present to get a blowjob. He just got sex. And then you came out nine months later. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, do with that information as you will. The next game that got announced is the new uh, Jedi Star Wars game, Jedi Survivor. Which I'm fucking psyched about as well. Dude, the the announcements for Game of the Year or Game of the, the Game Awards this year, the announcement trailers were a fucking Jezzafest. Like, most of the shit I was here for. Yeah. 2023 yeah, is going to be a strong year for video games. I can't wait to re- eventually get around to the first game for the show. Like, You know what sucks I, about I, that, I like though? It. I just thought about. Jedi what? Survivor comes out five days before I leave for Spain. So I'm going to have to play oh. that game for, like, five days. And then I'm going to have to leave the country for five days and not get to play it. <laughs> Because I will be damned if I'm taking a next gen console on a plane with me. I don't even think I'm gonna Ooh, take it. I don't even think I'm gonna take a checked bag. I think I'm gonna try to fit everything I can in a duffel and just do carry on. I'm only going for like f- technically four days because I'll leave here Wednesday. I'll land there Thursday morning. So like I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and fly back Sunday. I think I can get that much clothing in a duffel bag. I wish you luck. Yeah, I'll do <laughs> it. I'll use the force. The next announcement I am fucking hype about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Announced- I want to talk more about Star Wars. Oh, okay. Well, did, well, you deviated. Did you play the first game? I've played a little bit of it. So, my understanding is this is a Dark Souls-esque game, or Soulsborne-esque game, as far as the, the combat and shit like that. I can see that. I can see that. This is probably the only Soulsborne game that I actually enjoyed. And it's probably because A, it's Star Wars, and B, it's Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan is one of my gay celebrity crushes, I guess I would say. Because like he's <laughs> he's a fucking good looking dude. He's like the sexiest ginger, probably. Um, And yeah, he's looking pretty good in this game. And plus, my boy BD1, the little droid, fucking adorable. I love that little guy. In the first game, you could get a Darth Maul-style double-ended lightsaber. But in the trailer they showed for this one, he actually had two independent lightsabers. That I'm kind of excited about, too. 
and he had the little fucking exhaust port hilt like Kylo Ren has. I fucking love Kylo Ren, so I'm I'm ready for that shit. Um, he was the the gay brother in Shameless, yep. correct? Yep. Okay. He was also I I was like Jerome in Gotham, the, oh, the, Joker, yeah, the Joker player. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, Ian in, in the U.S. version of Shameless, which if you haven't watched, watch that show. I don't know. Maybe I just really love white trash TV shows. But yeah, I love that fucking show. That family's about as white trash as it gets. Um, oh, you ain't fucking kidding, bro. Like, I used to go over to my friend's house who uh, they weren't quite that bad. But yeah. like, they're not the epitome of success in life. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> But uh, they used to watch that show all the time, and I was always like, dude, there's not one good character on this show. Not one of them's a good person. What the fuck? Why? I would Why? argue maybe so I, maybe Liam, the black little brother, is not as bad, but he still does some shady shit. The, uh, I watched the original British version of that show. I tried to. Vibe. I tried to, and I watched the first episode, and I did not understand a goddamn word anybody said. And I was like, yep, I'm not going to be able to get into this. My name's Frank Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Gallagher is a British last name. Like, it's a British surname. So it makes sense. But, like, yeah, I just tried to watch it and could not understand a word anybody was saying. And Plus, then Liam Gallagher grew up to be part of Oasis, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the chick that plays Fiona in Mirosum. She's so hot, but apparently she is a biatch in real life. Like, they said she would have, like, total meltdowns on set. And everybody would just be like, oh, and just have to wait for her to finish her meltdown. Really? Yeah. Well, that sucks. But, I mean, even her character was not a good person. Like, she was a fucking horrible person. Dude, they're all horrible people. Dude, except except (laughs) for Kev. Kev Kev is the fucking angel of that show <laughs> protect kev at all cost kevin's the best character in that entire show yes he is i fucking he love is fucking kevin. hilarious yeah he's the man do he's the one guy that i'm like he do you remember the reba mcintyre show reba i remember the name yeah do you ever watch it at all uh i like in passing you know if it came on tv show that i was or a tv channel that i just had on during the day so you remember she had like the blonde daughter who like i guess i think had a baby or something and lived with her and her boyfriend was a Football, like a uh, quarterback for like a minor league football team. I guess that actor is the same actor that played Kevin in Shameless. Nice. But what's funny is I don't know how much Shameless you watch if you watch all of it or not. Like I've seen some of it, half to maybe two thirds of the way through the show. Kev got fucking jacked. He went from like kind of a skinny, like you know, ghetto white boy to that motherfucker who was a beast like he the actor started doing steroids or some shit he just showed up with his head shaved and fucking huge fucking roids roided out we call him kevroid now they're they're supposed um, they're supposed to be doing a jedi or cal kestis which is cameron monahan's character in these star wars games supposed to be doing a live action show starring cameron monahan i think that'd be kind of cool because the, the story in that first game is phenomenal you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I believe that because of the popularity of the mods, and I may be wrong about this, so listeners don't, you know, we don't, we, again, we don't do our research before we Crucify record. Crucify him if he gets it wrong. 
I believe that the next gen upgrade for The Witcher is coming with like a little mini DLC that like you can change. Yeah, Witcher to look, a Geralt to look like uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I don't think it's DLC. I think it's just gonna be like skin packs or something where like you can change like it comes with it yeah like you can change the characters to look like the characters from the show and there are supposed to be extra missions based on the tv show the show show which i think is cool like don't don't change the characters to match the show but yeah give people skins if that's what they want to use more games should have skins like skins are so fucking cool like Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man. Batman. Like Batman, well, yeah. Spider-Man did it better than Batman, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, um, Arkham Batman Knight, walks I think, so had Spider-Man more. could swing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, do that. Give him fucking costume. Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5 had so many fucking costumes, dude. I remember playing that game wearing a full suit of English armor and a Sam Fisher Splinter Cell costume. <laughs> And it's a first-person game, and it it's doesn't fucking matter what you look shooter, like. But you can play it in co-op, and in co-op you can see the other person. So, like, I got you. Yeah, you can change all your, and now you can change like your gloves and your gun skins and stuff like that too that you see. But yeah, it was cool as fuck that like I put on a full-ass suit of armor, and my buddy's sitting there playing with me, dying laughing because I'm sneaking around the base like fucking silencer and bow and arrow people with a full fucking metal suit of armor like an English knight. <laughs> it just looks so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, there's no way you're sneaking around wearing that shit. <laughs> now, anybody um, who hasn't played Far Cry 5, play that fucking game. It's so good. That That's on my list of games to choose this year to play. Oh, it's... it's oh, I fucking love it. The story of that game's fucking wild. It is. <clears throat> I did have the ending spoiled for me, but... That's okay. Yeah. Um. So the next announcement that they had was Blizzard four. has officially announced that Diablo Four, yeah, will be released on June sixth, twenty twenty three. You signing up for the public beta? Um, if I get the chance to, yeah, I would definitely like to check it out and see what it offers. Um, I wonder if they're gonna do it like they did Diablo Three, where it's like online all the time. Probably. Um, it looked pretty dope, though. I'll say. Like, I remember playing Diablo back in the day, and it's a lot different now than, like, the first and second games were. Those, like, isometric top-downs. But, yeah, like, it looked pretty cool. And, I mean, you can't... I may be wrong. I don't think that they could get away with doing Diablo 4 or 3 as an isometric top-down anymore. I think people would bitch and complain about it. Like, oh, I mean, they still they still are isometric top downs. It's just they just have upgraded graphics. Oh, uh, okay. It's still that same kind of camera angle. Okay. But you can, I think you can like zoom and stuff, which you couldn't do in the older games. Yeah. But that being said, they have upgraded a lot of the systems and stuff. Whereas like Diablo one and Diablo three are not that similar. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, other than like name and gameplay esque, like you click to do things. But. Oh yeah. Let me just uh, say, if there's a Video game fantasy league for 2023. That shit's gonna be stacked. Yeah, like 2022 was kind of shitty because so much stuff got delayed because of COVID and shortages and all. I think 2023 is gonna be a banner year for video games. By the way, can we go ahead and call it? Oh, I've called it a long time ago. That's why I just quit playing. I won. Yeah, like I took my ball and went home. Ain't no bout to doubt it. Like I won that motherfucking league. Like. Kudos to everyone who played. Yeah. I do. Good job. But I win. I win! I knew I was going to win. 
when I got to pick Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I win. And then, like, plus, also, like, I feel bad because part of the thing that I do every week is look at gaming news. Yeah. Well, when we started that, too, you weren't working, so you had all the time in the world to, like, research shit. Yeah. Well, at a certain point, it wasn't necessarily that I researched it. It's just, like, I would see one of my YouTube channels talk about something. Or I would see it as I'm looking up for the JRPG report. I would see a news article and I'd click it and read it a little bit. That's called like, research. Like, oh, that's cool. I don't think it's research because I didn't research. go searching for it. Doesn't matter. You cataloged information and used it in your decisions. That's research. Ah, I get dumb luck. Um. So yeah, the next game I don't really care about, but I know a lot Street of people. Street Fighter Six. Yeah, Street Fighter Six. My buddy Lenny, my buddy uh, Lenny, who, who, who I actually haven't talked to in a fucking long time now that I fucking think about it. Uh, Lenny's probably fucking hyped for this, and he's probably like, dude, if they don't fucking put Cody in the game, I'm going to fucking riot. He's from Yonkers, Street Fighter Six. The next one, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League, will include Kevin Conroy. Yeah, apparently he had done all his voice recording before he passed away, and yeah. So that'll be his his last uh, video game, at least. I don't know if they've done any animation with him. I don't think he was doing a lot of animation. Because, like, uh, Troy Baker has been doing a lot of the newer Batman animated stuff. Uh, motherfucker. Uh, the first Super Mario Brothers movies clip. And, eh, I didn't watch it because it's like, I don't want to spoil anything. I watched it and... We talked about it last week, like my my reservations on them trying to do too much in one movie. It looks decent. Um, I don't think Chris Pratt is going to be terrible at Mario. I just think he might be less inspired than some others may have been, but I don't think it's going to be as terrible as everybody thinks. Still think Chris Pratt's a piece of shit, but I'm not going to not go see the Super Mario movie. Been waiting for this shit my whole life, so... Um, I will say Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, I think will be a pretty decent game. It is rock steady, but I'm, I don't know. I'm probably going to play it either way. It comes out in May. Yeah. Definitely going to go see Super Mario Brothers movie, probably opening weekend. So the next announcement I'm pretty stoked for Tekken 8. Tekken 8, uh, has confirmed that Jin Kazuma mother of june Ka- or jin kazuma's mother june kazuma will be returning as a playable character after seemingly dying in tekken 2 one of my favorite people to play as in tekken 2 was june nice so i am like stoked about that now what i want to know how are they related to kiryu that's a good question what if like they put kiryu kazuma in tekken 8 that would be a sweet ass crossover dude if they put in kiryu and like majima oh yeah as characters, that would be fucking rad. Like, come to find out that uh, Kiryu is, like, long distance related to Jin and June. And, like, he comes to help fight his families. Or, like, Majima comes to kill Kiryu's ancestors so Kiryu can't be around. And Kiryu has to come try to stop him. See? <laughs> We're writing the shit for you, Tekken developers whose names I don't know. Uh, just take, just pay us. And take our ideas and work a deal out with Sega so you can use their characters. Is, is it Konami that does Tekken? I don't fucking no. know. No, I gotta look, motherfucker. Bandai Namco? Koei Tecmo? Nintendo? I think, Tecmo. I think it's Koei Tecmo, but I'm not sure. I'm just gonna keep blurting out Japanese names. Oh, Bandai Namco. There you go. I knew it was one of the two. Bandai or uh, Koei Tecmo. Koei Tecmo do, like, the, they do the Warriors games and stuff. Yeah. 
Bandai um, Namco just work out a deal with Sega, put Kiryu and Majima in Tekken as like DLC characters. Me and me and Dalton will buy the DLC. Yeah, for sure. And Nate and Willie and Paul and and Paul. Yeah, <laughs> and Paul. Uh, so the next one was a DLC for a game that I don't even own. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC looked cool. Um, my time with Forbidden West is over, so I'm probably not going to buy the DLC. This would be one of those situations where I'll buy it and I'll be like, I forgot how to play this game, and then I just won't ever play it. So I'm just uh, just going to not buy it. I'm not a Fair. huge fan of DLCs, especially when they come out like a year after the game is out. Because like I've already beaten that game and moved on to something else. Says the person who, if you would, if anyone would like to go back and rewind, talked about how hyped he is to see Idris Elba in the Cyberpunk fucking DLC. That's different though. <laughs> Cyberpunk's like up there for me, and like I'm one of the twelve people who like that game, so I have to support it. Everybody else I'm just one of the shits on it. But I thought that game was beautiful. I would Story, like to get a better graphics card so it'll run it better. Yeah. Like, even trying to run it on my laptop, I tried to put ray tracing and shit on, and it was just chalking. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I turned on ray tracing, and even my computer's pumping like 40 frames a second. Yeah. No, my shit that. was like four frames a second. It was chalking. Uh, NVIDIA DLSS does, does its fucking wonders. So, uh, um, yeah. So Crash Team Rumble. Uh, I don't care I, about So that. I was excited for, I saw the Crash Bandicoot Twitter put out like, so what are y'all up to tomorrow or something like that? And I was like, oh, there's a new announcement for a Crash game. And then this came out and it's a 4v4 multiplayer game. And I'm like, oh. Okay. No, thank you. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 uh, or Warhammer 40k, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Space Marine 2. Now. Gameplay was shown. I'm not a Warhammer fan. But that game looked fucking sick from that trailer. Like, that game looked cool. You might like the Space Marine games. Maybe. I'm not sure, but, like, the trailer looked cool. Maybe they'll put it on Game Pass. I'll try it out. And then uh, the Celeste developer, Extremely OK Games, has shared a first look trailer of its upcoming game, Earthblade, and confirmed it will release in 2024. So if you like Celeste, probably keep your eye out for that. Yeah. Um, there's a Bayonetta or- Origins game, Cereza that, and the Lost Demon. That did not look great to me. Which is not, I'm not a Bayonetta fan, but the game is like it's so different than the Bayonetta games. Gameplay style, graphics, everything's so different. I don't know if this is gonna. This is gonna be one of two things. It's either gonna be a strikeout hit, like the best thing that they put out, or it's gonna crash and burn. One of the two. I don't think it's going to be mediocre. I think it's either going to be everybody hates it or everybody loves it in that community. Um, and then Hellboy's getting a video game. Looks interesting. It's like all cell shaded and stuff. Yeah, it's all like uh, Mike Magnolia style art for like from the comic books and might be decent. Is that fucking Walker, Texas Ranger? Yep. That game, I think I text my buddy and I was like, this game's cast is fucking stacked. Crime Boss? Dude, Chuck yeah, Norris, uh, Danny Trejo, Vanilla Ice, um, Michael Rooker, Kim Basinger, Kim Basinger, like Michael Madsen, Michael Danny Madsen, Glover. yeah, dude, Jesus Christ, yeah, nineties Florida, oh shit, son, I did grew you, up in that shit. Did you watch the trailer? No, watch that trailer. It looks impressive. Like I'm probably gonna check this one out. It, did, I don't even think they put a release date on it, so I imagine probably 2024 at the earliest. But it it looks like some first person Vice City shit. Like it looks insane. Interesting. So yeah, go back um, and watch that Crime City Crime Boss uh reveal trailer. 
so the next one, I, I don't think that you would have any interest in this, but I have a funny story about it. Uh, the Lords of the Fallen. No, no. So the Lords of the Fallen. So a game came out like a few years back, 2016, and the game was called Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. And I bought it and I played it and it was like a Dark Souls-esque style game. And I mean, it's all right. It's nothing to write home about, but it was you know a fun for what it was. So I start seeing trailers and stuff for this game, and I'm like, oh, this is badass. What the fuck is this going to be? And then it comes up and says, The Lords of the Fallen. And I was like, didn't that already come out years ago? What the fuck is this? Did they remake it? And no, it's a sequel. Or no, it's a reboot of sorts. It takes place a thousand years after the original in a world five times larger than the original. So how is it a reboot if it's... Well, I guess I'm thinking more of a remake. I was like, how's it a reboot of a game, but it takes place a thousand years after that game? So that that's just a sequel. Just say it's a fucking sequel. Stop using buzzwords. So the next one, I'm sure you're excited for to uh, hear. Because it's PC, I don't really care much about that. The mods will be interesting to see. But yeah, The Last of Us Part 1 gets an official PC release date of my birthday next year. Hey, March 3rd. 2023 all right um the next one so like i i actually i'm not gonna move on yet i i do want to play this eventually right i have like i think i have it on my ps3 yeah but if i could play it on pc that'd be sweet because it'd be hopefully the remastered port yeah they added a lot of like cool little easter eggs and shit to it so i'm gonna get it on ps5 eventually but i refuse to pay even the like 50 dollars sale price for it so either if somebody trades it in at my store or if it goes on sale for like 30 bucks somewhere i'll probably buy it but like for right now man and in another example of sony's finally learning that they can make money in the pc market returnal is coming to pc yep <laughs> is this a game that you played did no, you play returnal at all no. i was had no interest in it whatsoever so to me, it was it was an interesting concept, right? Because it's like they took like the th- third person bullet hell style from the, from like Near Automata and then put it into a rogue like, yeah. which is interesting. But like the more I heard people talk about it, the more I was like, this does not sound like a game that I would enjoy. Nate might enjoy this game. Willie might enjoy this game. I would not enjoy this game. I do not think. No, it does not seem like something I would enjoy playing. So what was up next? I think that's all. Oh wait, no, I, that's all. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh no! Nope. No, nope. No. But yeah, Baldur's I, Gate three. I do want to say Genshin Impact thing, blah blah blah. But did you you did you watch the Game Awards at all? Uh, no, just okay. clips. So this next thing. Oh, about the dude that invaded the Elden Ring thing. I want to I want to talk about that when we talk about Game of the Year. But that shit was so fucking weird. But yeah, Baldur's Gate three release window announced, which <laughs> means fucking nothing. Yeah, this game's been in early access for about two years. Yeah. Um, Forspoken demo is now on PlayStation. There's a new online action game that's going to be a Transformers game. I want to go back and watch this trailer. Uh, Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. Uh, yeah, that wasn't something that particularly inter- interested me, but it did seem neat. Yeah, I I just I like the name, so I need to go back and check out the. I think the next one you'd probably Ooh, like too. Single player magic first person shooter Immortals of Avium. That sounds dope. That seemed right up your poop sheet. I'll have to watch that too. And then Remnant 2. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, Blue Protocol, which is a new anime-ish RPG, MMORPG. Amazon Games is bringing it to North America. Um, the After Us seemed kind of neat. 
Okay, so that's I was just I was just reading the paragraph about that because I don't remember even hearing about this one. The game is set on a post-human Earth where players become Gaia, the spirit of life. Throughout the game, players will need to salvage the souls of extinct animals and revive them after learning their fate. Sounds interesting. Like it might be something I might have to check out. Yeah. Well, you let me know if it's any good, and if it is, I'll check it out. Uh, Replaced is got announced. Vampire Survivors is now on mobile. Yeah. That game that came out of nowhere and everybody loved. Uh, Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania DLC, which I know yep. Nate got a boner over. Oh, yeah. Um, Valiant Hearts coming soon to mobile. The Colossal Cave remake official release date trailer. That was pretty cool because that was like one of the first Ken and Roberta Williams games and they were remaking it. Yeah. Wild Hearts got a gameplay trailer. Wild Hearts. Some Call of Duty bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage DLC trailer. Dune Awakening in-engine trailer. I would like to watch this because I've heard that this engine's cool. The graphics looked really nice. Um, I don't think it's a game I'm going to play, but it did look pretty good. Destiny 2 no. expansion. Destiny 2 expansion look called Lightfall. Among Us is getting a hide-and-seek mode. And finally, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I believe is going to be the PSVR 2 game. Yes. Yeah. And those were all the announcements. Yep. So now which we're going to... Leads us over to the awards. The awards themselves. So we're going to start with Best Adaptation. Celebrating game-inspired projects across entertainment, including TV, movies, comics, and more. Nominated were the Uncharted movie, which Dalton and I agreed we didn't even know fucking came out. I vaguely remember like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland doing like interviews about it. But that movie must have sucked because I didn't hear shit about it. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, The Cuphead Show, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and the winner was Arcane League of Legends, which I have heard. I'm not a League of Legends person at all. I've heard that show was amazing. Um, I honestly expected Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to win this because that movie was really, really good. I See, I need to watch the Sonic movie. They were they're really good. I really <laughs> like them. Um, and the Cuphead show was was great. It was really kind of 80s cartoonish. Like just really fun to watch. And I've also heard nothing but good about the cyberpunk uh, anime. That's what I was about to say. Is that I have a buddy of mine that worked that was saying the cyberpunk anime is fucking good. But yeah, I've heard really good stuff about League of Legends. So I'm sure it, it earned that award. Any more comments on so, that one? Nah. Next up was most anticipated game. Um, starting with, <clears throat> like, nominated was uh, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and then the game that won it, which is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I am hype about three out of the five of those. Uh, I'm hype out of two, but I can understand why people would be hype about all of them. Except Resident Evil 4, I don't think, belonged yep. on this list. I don't think people are as hyped about it. Now, of all of these, I do think the most people are hyped about the Breath of the Wild sequel. I think more people are hyped about that than anything. But I will say Hogwarts and Final Fantasy 16 and Starfield, there's a lot, a lot of anticipation behind those. Yeah, that had to have been a pretty close. Oh, yeah. Why? Voting process. Honestly, I think Tears of the Kingdom probably won it by a landslide. Just because it's such a universally liked, or Breath of the Wild was such a universally loved game. Whereas Final Fantasy is going to be, the hardcore Final Fantasy people are going to be excited about it. 
to the point like they're going to day one line up to purchase it. Hogwarts, yes, you have but, all the Harry Potter fans. But Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom may go the way of Skyward Sword where everybody fucking hates it. It's very <laughs> possible. Because they change too much. Well, I saw there's some fucking like hoverboard thing, so I'm apprehensive, but... Oh, 10 out of 10. But Starfield, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, but Can't, it is Bethesda, so... Uh, can we skip the next two categories because I don't give a shit? Yeah. Best esports okay. team was Loud, Valorant, and best esports game was Valorant. Nobody cares about yeah. esports. Best esports event, 2022 League of Legends World Championship. Who cares? Best esports game should have been Counter-Strike if you're going to pick anything because that's the OG and it should always win. Best esports athlete, yay, Whitaker. Yeah. Uh, uh, best coach, Matthias Tarascon. I don't know who any of these people are because I don't keep up with esports. Yeah. If you do and you enjoy them, that's awesome. Um, I don't know who any of these content creators are either. I don't. Carl Jacobs is the dude who did the anti-WADA video about the the great the game grading bullshit that WADA and Heritage Auctions were doing. Other than that, I don't know oh. any of the rest of them. But Ludwig was the winner, and we'll jump into best multiplayer game for outstanding yeah. online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massive multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Nominee, this one surprised me. Nominees were Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, with the winner being Splatoon 3. I did not expect Splatoon 3 to win this. I was honestly expecting Call of Duty to win. And I honestly think if they had done Warzone 2 instead of Modern Warfare 2, it probably would have won. Because nobody's playing Modern Warfare multiplayer, they're playing Warzone. My vote would have been for Overwatch too. Well, because there's a huge following for Overwatch. Well, the problem with it is they put out Overwatch two, and then they shut down the servers for Overwatch. So all your skins you had bought, all the shit you had built up playing Overwatch for how long? Five, six years, all gone. You're starting back over from scratch with Overwatch two. <laughs> That pissed off a lot of people. A lot of people. I remember the backlash on Twitter. A lot of people. So, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that one didn't win. I expected Call of Duty, but like I said, people play Warzone. They don't play Modern Warfare online. So I am also surprised by the next one, but kind of. I think the love for Nintendo is the only reason this game won this category. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Although, I will say the game that I would have voted for was probably Total War Warhammer 3. Have not played it yet. Reviews are not great for it. But Total War, I just really love those series. But also Two Point Campus apparently is really fun. I was so saying, I don't but know. like this, I don't know, like all of these games, like all of them are just kind of bit to me. Like I don't really care about it. Like there were better sim games that came out this year, but it's subjective, I guess. Because, like, it says yeah, sim strategy so. game, but I would not call any of these a sim game. Uh, Well, Total War is supposed to be, like, a simulation strategy thing for war. But other than that, yeah, but I can I would, kind of agree. I would call it more of a strategy game. I think a simulator is, like, car mechanic simulator, American truck simulator, farming simulator. Mm, see, but but games like Roller Coaster Tycoon are also considered simulators. Yeah. And Two Point Hospital, Two Point Campus, like, those are also simulators. I guess. They're just not the type of simulator with the special font. What should have won is F1 Manager 2022. That game's fucking awesome. Well, speaking so, of F1 games that lost, best sports slash racing game. We didn't, we didn't game. even say who won. 
So the nominees oh. for best sim strategy game were Dune Spice Wars, Total War Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, Victoria 3, and the winner, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I think like you said, the voters were like, what the fuck are these games? Hey, I know Mario. I'm going to vote for that one. Yeah, I haven't heard exactly. anybody say jack shit about that game since it came out. So Me either. I want to look into Victoria 3, though, if it was good enough to make it in the... Yeah. So, yeah, best sports slash racing, racing games, F122, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, and Ollie Ollie World, which surprised me that that made this list. Yeah, the winner was, I, was, I was rooting for it, man. <laughs> the winner was, as I suspected wholeheartedly, Gran Turismo 7. That game came out, and it is taking the <coughs> simulator racing world by storm. Which reminds me, I meant to say it in Discord, and I forgot. When you guys were talking about American Truck Simulator on Steam Machine, the camera you were saying was the race car camera is called a chase cam. Chase cam. Yeah, so it's Thank like you. far and near chase cam. So like near is the one where your truck is bigger, and then far is where it's a little bit smaller. Yeah, I would yeah. use the near cam. So, Gran Turismo 7. I still want a copy of it. I don't have it yet. Um, but it's it's just fucking gorgeous. It's Everybody knows Gran Turismo is the gold standard for simulation racing games. Oh, well, yeah. Of course. So, it has been since PlayStation. Yeah. Best family game. You want to talk about a category dominated by Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your choices were Splatoon 3, <clears throat> Nintendo Switch Sports, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and the winner, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yep. I think all of those games are Switch games. Uh, Skywalker Saga is on all is three. on other but ones, it but it I'm is saying, on you... Switch, yeah. You could play every yeah. single one of those on Switch. So basically, it was four, Mar- four Nintendo games and one Lego game that was just a collaboration of the last 20 years of games that they <laughs> put out at least. Because they started the Lego Star Wars games on PS2. So, yeah. yeah, like 20 years worth of games that they just put into a collection for you. So, yeah. Um, I still haven't played Kirby. I've heard it's a really good game. Funny to me that it's best family game, but it was a single player game. Whereas all the rest of these are multiplayer games. But it does say best games appropriate for family play. Irrespective of genre or platform. Kirby would be appropriate. Best fighting game. Best fighting game. DNF Duel. Does DNF stand for anything? Uh, I'm not sure, but I want to say right now that this is absolute bullshit. You think so? Oh, I'm about... Yeah, okay, continue. Uh, DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, King of Fighters 15, and Sifu. I don't call Sifu a fighting game, but... It's like a... No, that's like a... That's like a action, action adventure. adventure. Yeah. yeah. And your winner, I'm sure Nate's going to love it, Multiverses. So Nate and Willie have both fallen off playing Multiverses. Uh, Man. That game took it's the It's a fighting, platform fighter. It took the fighting wor- game world by storm, though. It was a it was an out of left field hit. I understand that, man, but it kills me that people consider that a fighting game. And I've gotten into this argument with Nate before, and he was like, he like got heated, and like I think he cursed at me over it. And I'm like, bruh, I understand that it's a platform fighter, and you do fighting in it. But when I think of a fighting game, I think of Street Fighter, I think of Tekken, one on one, Mortal Kombat, 
Kombat, Mortal Kombat. Like I don't put King Smash, of Fighters. I don't put Smash Brothers and Mortal Kombat in the same category. Like, but according to this, they are in the same well, category. I think that's because there is no such thing as a universally considered platform fighter, any kind of term for that kind of game. So they kind of just lump it all together. Now I feel like they should come up with. I think like platform fighter is the perfect term for it, and they should come up with that. Kind of like Mario Kart and Gran Turismo 7 don't fit in the same category. Smash yeah, Brothers and Mortal Kombat. One's an arcade racer, one's yeah. a sim racer. Well, I say one's a kart racer. I think kart racing should be its own genre. and Because uh, even like Forza Horizon 7 is more arcade style, or Forza Horizon 5 is more arcade style, but it's not the same as Mario Kart. So, But I mean, of this list, like... I know you love King of Fighters. I don't think it got the hype that it would have needed to win this. No, probably not. But I, I mean, think, I, that would have been my choice. I think Multiverse is just with how it came out and just. And it's free. It's free. Yeah. So a lot more people played it because it was free. It was worth trying out. So I think that's probably why it won. So you want to do the next category? I do. We can, just, we can just skip it if you want. We can just skip that next one. No. How dare you, my good sir? The best RPG. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Triangle Strategy. Pokemon Legends Arsis. Live a live. Live alive. Live live alive. Live a live. Live a little. Five alive. Five alive. <laughs> Man, you want to drink some five alive? And the winner. Uh, and the winner. Elden Ring. This is going to be the point where we're going to start hearing this a lot of the same names. Yeah. Best action adventure game. Do you want to do this one? Now, we'll say best RPG. I understand why that one. I don't think any of these other games. I really enjoy Legends Arceus. I don't think any of these other games held a candle to it. Uh, popularity wise, no. But as far as people loving it, I think Xenoblade Chronicles 3 could have made a good argument for best rpg yeah i mean i could see that but any category that elden ring was in elden ring of god of war ragnarok any category they were in i don't think they lost a single award between the two of them yeah speaking of best action adventure game (laughs) a plague tale requiem horizon forbidden west stray tunic which i forgot about tunic tunic was a little bit of an underground success but the winner god of war ragnarok Speaking of, uh, I'll talk about that when the category comes up. Yeah. Um, All right. Best action game. This one kind of surprised me, too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, nominated. Sifu. Uh, again, why would Sifu be in fighting game and action? Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Sifu. Neon White, which apparently, dude, if you go look at Neon White's Steam page, that game came out to an overwhelming positive response oh yeah people love um, that game call of duty modern warfare 2 and the winner which surprises me yes but then again the love for that series is high up there well it's, it's, it's Bayon- bayonetta 3 it's nintendo dick too so yeah i think that's true just like you said with overwhelming response i think neon white should have won it because that game yeah like you said it came out of nowhere and just blew people away but you're standing up against, you know, toe to toe with Nintendo. It's hard to win that fight. Shredder's Revenge, I'm surprised didn't. I don't think it won anything, and it was it was a great game. I really thoroughly enjoyed playing that game. I'm gonna let you do this but next one. Innovation and accessibility. 
recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. I love that they do this. Um, Forza Horizon 5 had a sign language mode where a person actually came up on the screen and did sign language for things being said in the game. That's cool. It seems a little pointless because you could just turn on subtitles, but it's really cool that they did that. Um, but yeah, I love that they were making games where people who are colorblind or people who are visually impaired or hearing impaired or physically impaired to where they can't play games normally, they're making ways for these people to enjoy these games. Like, I know a lot of people shit on easy difficulty modes and stuff, but I love the fact that a lot of games have story difficulty now where you can't get killed. Like, you know, it's really easy to beat enemies because a lot of people, some people can't, they don't have the dexterity to, to beat some of these games, but they really want that story because the story can be very impactful. Um, so this one is actually a really fucking good list of games for this. Uh, nominees were the quarry, the last of us part one return to monkey Island returnal and as dust falls. And as I said before, God of War Ragnarok, the winner. I don't think God, between God of War and Elden Ring, I don't think either of them lost a, a category they were <laughs> nominated for. So, um, the next category, I'm very happy with the winner. I I had a feeling that one was going to win. Like that's the one I called out when I was watching. So, because I have the first game, and the first game's tremendous. <clears throat> Best VR slash AR game uh, nominees were After the Fall, Among Us VR which I can't even begin to imagine what that's like. It has to uh, be just a shit show. <laughs> it's got to be a shit show. <laughs> like, the game is a shit show, but it's fun. And I imagine that the VR version is probably even more fun because it's probably even more of a shit show. Uh, Bone Lab, Red Matter 2, and the winner, Moss Book 2. Yes, which I've not Kudos played either of the games, but I've heard they are just amazing games. Yeah. I'm going to take this next one, Yeah, I'll let you have the next one. Best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusiveness of social media activity, and game updates slash patches. Nominated, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, which if I were going to pick a winner for this, I mean, I can't really argue with the game that did win, but No Man's Sky is a close, No Man's Sky is a close second. Oh, yeah, they've done. As far as this goes. They've done a complete 180 with that game through community support and all. Yeah. They but really listen the to the people who play that game consistently, and they try to make it better for those people. Yep, 100%. And then, but I, I can't argue, too, with the winner, which does the exact same thing on a large scale. Oh, yeah. And that is Final Fantasy fourteen Online. Yeah. I, like When I heard Final Fantasy, I was like, yep, winner, 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 winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Best, um, best mobile game. This one surprised yeah. me. The nominees were Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal. Everybody knew that shit wasn't going to win anything. <laughs> Tower of Fantasy, Genshin Impact, which I honestly thought was going to win. Marvel Snap won. I feel like this may have been a bot award. Like I think maybe Marvel was like, here's, here's some sponsorship money. Make sure we win that best mobile game. We need people to play this shit. Because I know tons of people who play Genshin Impact. I know tons of people who play Fortnite Mobile. I know tons of people who play like Apex Legends stuff. I don't know anybody that plays Marvel Snap. So uh, I didn't know it was a thing. 
I knew it was a thing, but I, I don't care about it. So I don't <laughs> know. Maybe it's more popular than I thought. But the next one did not surprise me. The next two did not surprise me at all. But yeah, best debut indie game: Vampire Survivors, Tunic, Norco, Neon White. First and foremost, strong competition. Strong, strong competition. But the winner, with a pat of the paw and a little meow, Stray. Yes. I assumed that game was going to win all the indie awards. It didn't win all of them. But I think some of the ones that it didn't win were like fan voted versus like yeah. legit. Because, you know, they did. I don't know. I was watching it. and he, Like the guy who runs it would come up and there'd be just like the list on the side of the screen. He'd be like, as far as best blah, 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 it was blah, blah, blah. And they would just run through them. I think those were fan voted awards versus the actual like industry voted awards that these are. Yeah. So, yeah, I figured Industry Stray was going to win. Sorry there, partner. I was parched and needed a pip, needed a, a, a drink to quench my thirst. And we're back. So, yeah, I figured anything Stray got, voted, got nominated for indie-wise, it was going to win. So, yeah, Best Indie Game is the next category. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu. Sifu just, they wanted it to get it in as many places as it could, I think. And it just, everybody's like, fuck that game. Everybody's like, nope, I'm sorry. Tunic, and the winner, of course, was Stray. I will say, though, I did watch, I think it was Rosie from PlayStation Access play some Sifu. It might have been Ash. It was one of the two of the girls, but gameplay looked really fun. It looked interesting, but like, uh, it just didn't seem like something I was going to enjoy playing. And you know how I, I love that kind of stuff, but like the game, it just didn't, didn't do it for me. So I'll let you take the next one. Best ongoing game awarded to the game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves around the player experience over time. This, 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 this is lacking some no man's sky in this, in this category too. I just want to throw that out there. Um, but we got apex legends, destiny Two, Fortnite, Genshin impact and the winner Final Fantasy fourteen online. Now I will thank say, you, thank you. I will say, I think No Man's Sky is not there because I think this is more of a games as a service sort of list, where like these were all, all of these are free games that you can buy battle passes and shit like that for. I think maybe Except Final Fantasy, you can play Final Fantasy for free, but like to buy it, it's not really a battle pass. You have to okay. subscribe. But yeah, all the other ones they do have battle pass. But you can play it up to what level sixty for free. You can play the first two expansions, sir. Yeah. The critically acclaimed MMO Final Fantasy fourteen online. There you, where you can play the first two expansions for free. But I think it's a games as a service kind of category. Whereas No Man's Sky is just a game that they continue to not let die. So yeah. <laughs> Next list, games for impact. For a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. This makes me want to play as Dusk Falls. A memoir blue, Citizen Sleeper, Endling Extinction is Forever. Hindsight, and I was a teenage exocolonist, with As Dusk Falls being the winner. The only of these games I played was a memoir, Blue, and it was good, but like I didn't like it didn't pull at my heartstrings or anything like that. Maybe it wasn't for me, but it was a decent short short game. Um, it was maybe an hour if that. But yeah, I haven't played As Dusk Falls, but maybe I should play that one. I'll let you take the next one. Yeah. Best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover, acting, motion, and or performance capture. We had Ashley Birch from Aloy from Horizon Forbidden West. 
Charlotte McBurney from A Plague Tale Requiem, Manon Gage from Immortality. Have you heard anything about this Immortality game? Because it, no, it was nominated for a few things, and it is apparently an entire FMV game. And I'm what? really curious. Like, it's all live action. I'm really curious what it is. So I need to look into it. You should also look into, there's a game that's an FMV game like that called The Complex. Yeah. And the main character is Katie from Letterkenny. Oh, nice. The, that, that actress. Nice. Yeah, I had to look into it just for her. Uh, Sonny. You'd say that. Sonny Soljic, who is Atreus in God of War. And the winner, as I talked about in length last week, Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War Ragnarok. So I'm going to I'm gonna say something to you. Yes. That you said to me, man, it should have seemed like God of War Ragnarok's winning a lot of uh, consolation prizes, don't you think? Yeah. But I swear when I was watching the show, <laughs> it was like, the winner is Elden. But now, a lot of the Elden Ring winners were those uh, that I think were fan-voted things. So, maybe that's why. Because I was like, man, Elden Ring. And that's why I said, usually whoever wins a shitload of other awards doesn't um, win Game of the Year. From here on out, you're going to hear two names pretty much pretty much <laughs> um so christopher judge best performance was the first award they gave out right christopher judge goes up on stage and i shit you not gives like i'm gonna say a 10 minute acceptance speech like it was i felt like forever and i know that the dude running it was like god damn it when you get off the fucking stage like this isn't the <laughs> emmys just take your award say thank you and leave because he commented on it more than once and like once it was he's like he's like man i didn't think christopher was ever going to get off the stage but now we're going to look at this gameplay like he did that like three or four <laughs> times i'm like god damn dude kratos is gonna come kick your ass after this award show <laughs> but like yeah he is up there forever so best audio design call of duty modern warfare 2 gran turismo 7 horizon forbidden west elden ring and the winner, God of War Ragnarok. Boy. Boy. I, he doesn't really call him boy in Ragnarok, though. He actually calls him Atreus. Atreus. He's 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 growing as a person. God, that story was so fucking good. Oh, man, it was so good. So, best score music. Olivier de Riviere. I think that's how you would say that. Yeah, it's French, I think. Or a Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah, A Plague Tale is a French company. Uh, the, the company that makes that is a French company. Yeah. Um, Sukasa Saito. Yep, Sukasa Saito. For Elden Ring. Two Feathers for Metal Hellsinger. Which I'm which I was, surprised. I was pulling for. I was surprised because that game, from my understanding, has some fucking killer music in it. I heard, I've heard that that game is like the one of the better doom clones that have come out yeah um and then the next one is just yasunori mitsuda there's no game yeah um, it's just yasunori mitsuda i don't know what they did i think that might be a maybe a clerical error on the typist of this article i think so Hold um, on. i'm gonna before you announce it i'm gonna quit google search if i can actually hit the right buttons uh xenoblade i'm pretty sure mm. pretty sure he was a uh, xenoblade chronicles Okay. Or no, maybe not. Yeah, Z- I was going to say, well, Xenoblade is known for having really good music. Uh, What did he do in 2022? Yeah, 
Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And the winner, Bear McCreary, God of War Ragnarok. They did a live action or live playing of Blood on Snow at the Game Awards. That song's great. You would really like that song. I did watch like the uh, the musical melody part that they did. Oh, like with the, the Game of the Year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'll let you do this next one. <laughs> of course you will. Best Art Direction for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Stray, Scorn, which Scorn was kind of like wine. It's an acquired taste. Either you thought it looked beautiful or you thought it was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, and the winner, can anybody guess? Elden Ring. That young necklace game. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I can get this one because while God of War and Horizon Forbidden West were absolutely beautiful games, they were sequels. They were more of the same, whereas Elden Ring was a completely fleshed out new world, which yeah. to me... All those fucking games look exactly the same. Like, you could take any character from any of those <laughs> games and put them in another game, and they would fit right in. But I can see where it would win this one. But it didn't win this next one. Best narrative. <coughs> For outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. I would not have expected Elden Ring to win this. No. If there's one thing that From Software Does is not usually not that good at, it's fleshing out a story. Yeah. They're like, oh, you'll figure it out. I don't know why I made him like talk like that, but yeah, because they're Japanese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and the winner. God of War Ragnarok. Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> Choo Choo Charles um, came out to a resounding. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok deserved this award hands down. That story will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you feel things. Just beautiful. So yeah, that one. I'll have to send you. I haven't watched it, but I'll have to send you the PlayStation Access spoiler cast they did for Ragnarok and see if you agree with them. Because I don't want to listen to it because I haven't played it. Yeah, you need to play yeah, the like I I suggest playing the first the 2018 God of War. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, you should become a patron. Of the steam machine, chip in twenty bucks, and we'll play it whenever the fuck the you want. The problem to. is, I don't have twenty bucks. <laughs> I know how I'll that goes. send all three of you pictures take, of my butthole until you play it, and then I'll stop. Take twenty bucks out of the Yabs Pod Patreon and just donate it over to the. <laughs> or I'll just hack the steam machine like I did with Yakuza Kiwami. It's like God of War twenty eighteen. Boy, uh, we'll see. Boy, boy, play God of War. The next, the next game we're playing is Boy. Boy, so. Best Game Direction, awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in a Game Direction and Design. So I understand what film directors do. I don't quite understand what game directors are. Are they just in charge of like voice actors and stuff? Or how's that work? Possible. I don't. Or they're really... also, they might be in charge of people like directing people in design and how certain things are supposed to look. Could be, I guess. Like, oh, uh, like the Scorn director is like, oh. Uh, I, that doesn't look enough like a prolapsed butthole. Put more prolapsed butthole in there. <laughs> I've created a monkey with four asses. <laughs> a five-ass monkey? You're insane. <laughs> You're insane. Four asses is all you can handle. 
<laughs> so best game so, stray immortality horizon forbidden west god of war ragnarok and the winner elden ring yeah so like i said i don't really know what what game direction means so it's hard for me to say who should have won that one but yeah and then and the- i just want to say i before we get into this yeah. i am happy to see that a jrpg made it onto this list that's yeah. not final fantasy yeah sure i'm it's just that warms my heart continue and you know I'll what you i want to say one. before we cover this one can you guess who i think got the most fucked at the game awards this year stray no stray one oh no horizon. horizon horizon didn't win shit you know and that happened last time horizon came out when the first horizon came out it came out at the same time as was it the first god of war no no um i thought game horizon came out? one game of the year though Horizon came out and got overlooked by something, and then the second game came out and got immediately overlooked by Elden Ring. Yeah, because it released like right after Elden Ring, and everybody was like, oh, Elden Ring. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West got fucked this year. They could have at least yeah. put it in one of the bullshit categories and just gave it a fucking win. Could have been right, like, like... By all means, that's not a bad game at all. No, make like best female protagonist Aloy like yeah. do something you know but yeah like Horizon Forbidden West got fucked this year uh so the game game of the year a Plague Tale Requiem God of War Ragnarok bar, 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 Horizon Forbidden West <laughs> Stray Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and the winner I demand a recount but the winner Elden is Ring. Elden Ring I said from the get-go Elden Ring or God of War was going to win it. Nobody else had a shot in hell of winning. Yeah. I'm going to say Elden Ring and God of War had stacks of votes and there was probably like one or two votes for every other game. Like they probably got like hardly any votes. Like the person who made them voted for them and that was about it. Yeah. And uh, that's the game awards, man. Yep. So So now Horizon got fucked. Like I'm looking... Yeah, they didn't, they didn't win jack shit this year. And that's like a pretty fucking big game. Yeah. That that's not like a walk in the park type game, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. That's like a triple A release like console seller kind of game. And yeah, they got absolutely fucking torched. Just burnt to the ground. Um <clears throat> that leads us to uh, what's your song of the week, my brother? They could have put it in best action game. <laughs> it's better than Bayonetta 3. It could have taken Sifu's place in best action game in one. <laughs> it could have. It could have taken But Sifu's I guess place. it's technically an action adventure game. That's why. So and it wasn't so Sifu. Gonna, it wasn't gonna beat God of War Ragnarok. Uh you fight the robot animals, so it could have been best fighting game. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not get into that. Uh just trying to see if there's anything it could have been put in to win. I mean maybe best Game direction? No, because I feel like it can't be a category God of War or Elden Ring are in, because as we discussed, every every category one of those games is in was won by one of those games. From Software is becoming the Patriots of the Game Awards, and people are going to get tired of it eventually. Pretty much. Elden Ring 2 is going to come out, and they're going to be like, fuck Elden Ring 2. Everybody vote for Horizon 3. <laughs> Let's let that plucky little underdog win one. So, yes. Let's see. Song of the week? 
It's your song of the week, bud. It is a song by a little a little band, three players, called uh, Primus. The song is called Mr. Know-It-All. Have you heard this song before? I have not, actually. This is a Primus song I've never it's heard. It's really good. It's like, they call me Mr. Know-It-All. I will not compromise. I will not be told what to do. I will not step aside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love me some Primus, bro. Oh, yeah. I, I love Les Claypool. He's the man. Oh, yeah. What about you? Uh, my song of the week is by a, it's British drill rap. Nice. Right. And it's by a group called M37 and it's, cro- it's the song's called Crooks and Criminals. So is that the British three, six mafia? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm actually not sure, but the chorus is like <clears throat> crooks and criminals, crooks and criminals. My boys, crooks and criminals can't trust us. Well, dodgy individuals. This could go easy. It can get difficult. Crooks and criminals, crooks and criminals. And it's just like the beats fire nice. and these British dudes can fucking spit. Nice. Like there's one thing he's like, uh, like I'm not chief keep, but I hate being sober. <laughs> I think I've heard that before. I might have sent it to you before. It's they it's a have. fire song, bro. All right, so let's get into our question. We don't have very many questions this week, but well, let's get into them. Not a whole lot, but we'll answer them anyways. So first up from Jeff Dalton, why the Christopher Judge hate? Yeah, Dalton, why the Christopher Judge hate? Because it was bothering Jeremy. It was. We talked about that after the show. <laughs> that Christopher Judge bit was just comedy fucking gold when Dalton's like Bro. what's he's been in and I'm like he was in the dark night he was unnamed security officer number four yeah <laughs> I'm like yeah what was his credit <laughs> I'm like okay you're doing yourself fucking wonders now bro. he was in Lord of the Ring he was ominous stump number four <laughs> <clears throat> um so Jeff's next question <laughs> who's happy Elden Ring one I am ten bucks baby yeah, Jeff got ten bucks all for his birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and I won uh, the the fantasy league. Yeah, so I'm happy that Elden Ring won. I wanted God of War Ragnarok to win, but it was it was a toss up, honestly. So I'm not. Yeah. Too it was a very like it could have been either one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Oh yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Choo Choo Charles? That comes in from Jeff. I think it's stupid. And probably kind of fun to play. It's probably fun to stream or watch people stream, especially if they get jump scared really easily. Um, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's not going to be on the list of Game of the Year awards next year, but it's, no, it is it is what it is. It's a meme game. Yeah. yeah. It's a meme game. And uh, my friend Cody streamed it. I, I didn't get a chance to watch him because <clears throat> I was at work. Or I might have been just not paying attention when he went live. But... Uh, he said he streamed it and he had, he said he had a good time with it. He said it had one of the best maps he's ever seen in a game. But other than oh, yeah. that, it, you know, it was just, cause he was, was saying, I think he was saying you can zoom in and see like objects on the ground and stuff. So it's really easy to use. A map. detailed map. Yeah, a very detailed yeah. and easy to use map. Can't imagine it's a very big map. So if you were on fear factor, what is something that you would have a hard time completing? So fuck fear factor. Um, I'm down with like the, you know, walking tight ropes and all that shit, but like <clears throat> that show changed from fear factor to what's the grossest shit you'll do for money. Cause it's like, yeah, eat this, eat this raw ox penis, lay down in this coffin full of earthworms. Like that's gross shit. I don't like any of that shit. I'll do the high, high walking and shit, but yeah, I don't want to do any of that gross shit. I, uh, I think the one that would bother me the most is when you had to like lay in the tank and they would just dump a bunch of fucking snakes in there with oh, you yeah. or like cockroaches. 
Yeah. Or put you in the thing where you're in your heads in there and you have to, they put a bunch of tarantulas in there with your head. Yeah. The spiders I can deal with. The cockroaches I could probably deal with. I don't do snakes, though. They don't have arms and legs, but they move. It's unnatural. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, if you went to the soup Nazi soup stand, what would be your first selection? So I don't eat soup. So I would ask for like 13 pack- packets of Captain's wafers, and then he'd probably just <laughs> kick me out. Ain't no soup for you. I, mean, I don't want soup, <laughs> bitches. Give me my crackers. No cracker for you. <laughs> No crackers for you. Come back one year. Yeah, one year. I would go uh, whatever the bisque of the day is because I love a good bisque. So maybe like seafood bisque. Well, I bet I'm going to tell you, you better know what you want when you get to the front. Oh, yeah. Well, I would look at the menu. Yeah. Believe me. And I would quickly deliver it and then take my side steps to the left. Yep. Um, You're not going to Elaine it up? <laughs> no. Did she, didn't she end up fucking him later in the show? No, no, that was in Scrubs. Elliot. Elliot was like banging some dude and uh, JD was like, are you the soup Nazi? He's like, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, <laughs> kept trying to bait him into saying the line and finally he was like, what is it? It's like, you can't have soup today. Uh, you're not allowed to have soup. He's like, no soup for you. He's like, I knew it was you. And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love TV crossovers. They're fucking great. Dude, Scrubs. I love Scrubs. Scrubs That's a good show. Such It will... It will make you fucking ball your eyes out at certain points. So, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It can get real sad. Oh, yeah. But that's what makes it a good show is it can make you laugh yeah. and make you cry in the same episode. That's what I say about, like, Roseanne. I know Roseanne Barr is kind of a piece of shit, but that show was about as real a show as I think I ever watched as far as, like, struggling middle-class family that's, like, working their asses off just to make ends meet, like... It was super relatable, I guess. Yeah, it, it kind of took, like, the idea presented by Mary with Children yeah. and kind of built upon that, it, in my opinion. It took some of the gratuitous comedy out and made it a little more yeah. down to earth. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what deli meat do you love more? Salami, prosciutto, or pastrami? So, I don't like any of those. <laughs> but, I like... <laughs> Like an oven, a thin sliced oven roasted turkey breast. Fucking, I'll just take it out of the little pack and just eat it like a fucking wild animal. It's so good. I've been making sandwiches this week at work for dinner. Oven roasted turkey breast, provolone, uh, Sargento's provolone cheese, and Pepperidge Farms, uh, sweet Hawaiian bread. Yeah. Those sandwiches are fucking good. I bet, bro. I fucking Man, like bet. when it's gone, I'm like, damn, I wish there was more sandwich to eat. <laughs> I need more sandwich. So what about you? Um, bro, I love salami. You want I to love taste salami. my salami? Put some salami on some bread with some mayonnaise and a slice of Swiss. Mm. Pastrami on rye. Did you, ever, did you ever watch the Grumpy Old Men movies? That's also good. A long time ago. Remember the second one? Um, What the fuck is his name? The second one's the one that I saw more, so I do know who you're talking about. I saw no. It was names. the oldest man, but he was a uh, penguin in the Adam West Batman show. What the fuck is his name? God, why am I drawing a blank? I love that guy. Oh my fucking god! Really? I gotta look. It was up. the dude from Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, wasn't it? I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, go fuck yourself! You didn't watch the straight the straight the VHS Dennis the Menace. <laughs> no, <laughs> I watched the one with Walter Matthau. That one was great. Uh, fuck is his name? Oh, you know what? That's who I'm thinking of is Walter Matthau. Yeah. The one in the second one was um, Don Rickles. He played Mr. Wilson. Burgess Meredith. 
That's his name. Birdsmith. But you said salami. I was thinking about uh. You remember he was he ran into that older Italian lady in the grocery store. He was like, "So you like such and such?" And he kept saying like, "How how about I introduce you to my man size manicotti?" And he said something about <laughs> salami, but I can't remember what he said. But man, those those are underrated movies nowadays. Man, they are so funny. Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lin- Lemon, fucking great. So this next one's from Adam, who's probably quite versed in these. Favorite venomous or poisonous animal? I'm gonna go with a little bit of Adam's home country, the platypus, because platypi okay. are venomous. Interesting. I'm gonna go because I like the way they look. Even though I do not like snakes, I'm going to go with the king cobra. All right. They're just cool looking. I don't know. Platypus is cool. Platypus was like, God was like, we need one more animal. And the assistant was like, well, all we got is these spare parts. He's like, put them the fuck together and send it to Australia. I have a video about a platypus that I need to send you. I think you would enjoy it. Um, So this next one's from Adam as well. I've never seen one in real life, and I want to before I die. I want to see a real duckbill platypus in real life. Well, you're going to have to go to Australia for that, Mike. Well, I, th- I think there are some zoos here that have them, but... I'm not, I'm sure. I just want to see... I'll, <laughs> um, like, I'll fly to California and go to San Diego Zoo if I have to to see a duckbill platypus. Would you read a manga to get ahead with an anime that you adore or wait five to seven years for the next season? That comes in from Adam. So I have done that before. Um, I love The Devil is a Part-Timer, but they only had one season one season of the anime so when i finished watching the anime i started buying the manga and i read 10 or 12 volumes of the manga and uh kind of fell off of it and now they've started making a season two of devil is a part-timer so technically i did it then um i haven't done it with anything else the most manga i've read was like that some of the pokemon manga and death note i love death note it's one of my favorites like they had a Death Note uh, Black edition where it was all printed like white print on black paper. And when you yeah. looked at the book, like the covers and all the page edges were black. It just looked really cool. So I had those. Oh, yeah. Um, Like I I have read some manga, but I don't know if it depends on, I guess, how easily accessible the manga was compared to just waiting for the show. You know what I mean? Because if it's a show that like the manga isn't readily available over here in the states and is going to cost an arm and a leg to import over, then I yeah. would just probably wait. Yeah, but that's just me. And it's, if it's going to be like Demon Slayer or Chainsaw Man or something where it's going to come out every year, I'll just wait and watch the show. If it's some obscure thing that's going to be a decade or they may never make a new season, I may read the manga. Um, I read a lot of manga and I read a lot of independent comic books. When there were like used bookstores around here that sold them dirt cheap, I'd be like, that looks kind of cool. And it'd be like less than half cover price. So I'd go buy it and check it out. But a lot of those, a lot of those have closed down now. So I don't get that opportunity. All right. Next question up is another one from Adam. Favorite Nexamon for Dalton and favorite Pokemon for Jeremy. So I've said my favorite Pokemon, uh, Gyarados, my favorite. He's a cool ass dragon. Uh, my favorite Nexamon. I don't have one yet. I will report back to you when I uh, inevitably I'm gonna, choose. I'm going to Google Nexamon and just see. I can tell you there's one that I thought was really cute. And his name is like Panda Cub or something like that. But he doesn't evolve and that bothers me. Oh, dude, you can buy Nexamon on Switch. Oh, well, there you go. 
if you want to buy Nexamon on the system that you can play Pokemon on, yeah. then by all means, you can. But uh, this Now, one. I will say, Nexamon 1 is a port of a mobile game that they made, but it's still just as good. Like, if I paid money for it on a mobile game, as a mobile game, I would have been happy with it, but Nexamon 2 was built for consoles and stuff. This is Nexamon. The one I see for Switch is Nexamon... Extinction? Extinction. Yep, that's and the console there, game. And there's a two-pack that's Nexamon and Nexamon Extinction. Well, the overworld looks very Pokemon Legend of Zelda-ish. The, it, is. the ca- it is. Character design's a little lacking for It's me. cartoony. Yeah. Let's see. This guy looks pretty cool. He's like a big fucking wolf looking, like a wolf alligator guy. I don't know. Trying to remember. Uh, Fossifont is one is great. Um, it's a little elephant. I named him Doofer. In fact, he's an emote in our Discord. Oh, nice. The Doofer emote. Um, he evolves into Dranifont and then Tuscant. It's number 35, number 36, number 37. Um, do you want me to send you this thing I'm looking at? The Nexamonic Nexopedia? Uh, sure. I'll look. Okay, this is starting on page two, so if you want to go back to page one. This guy's but... cool. Um, here, I'm just going to send you this picture. See if you know who it is. The blue dragon guy in the background. So that is that is my current uh fuck, what is his name? So yeah, that's that's the evolution of the starter that I chose. Uh he's pretty cool. And the little blue dragon in the front, which I'm guessing may be like his sub evolution. Uh no, I think that's a different one actually. Uh, Well they're both cool, but I'm gonna go with the big guy in the back. Yeah, I god I can't remember his name, but yes, that's the one that I'm rocking in my Nexamon 1 playthrough right now. So yeah, if you're curious about Nexamon and you have a Switch, you can buy Nexamon plus Nexamon Extinction Complete Collection at GameStop for 40 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Honestly. And they're really funny. They're a really funny game. Or you can buy Shadow vs. Champions Battle for 30 bucks. I don't know what that is. Just, just, just a game. Tim Tim. Tim Tim looks awful. But I haven't played it, so I can't speak on it. <laughs> it looks really Tim bad, though. Temtem's one that I've been like interested in, but I haven't been interested enough. The Nexamon Complete Collection is also on PS4. Well, damn. So, yeah, you can buy them on both. That legitimizes it a little bit for me, that it's available on console. Because you know... What, Nexamon? Yeah, you know there's some sketchy shit that's available on PC. Like some fucking, some kind of questionable stuff. But if they put it out for these consoles, that means there's actually some, some effort put into it, I would say. Yeah, dude, they're good. I'm telling you, they're good. Whoa, what the I wouldn't fuck? lie to you. Gekoko? He's kind of cool looking. There's a bunch of them that are pretty fucking sweet. Like, I think the one that you're looking at now, that's the Nexamon Extinction yeah. um, first, decks with first 427. First Nexamons revealed. It's just a picture, like nine different Nexamons. Yeah. yeah. Gekoko um, and Trembly are kind of cool. Yeah. So, this next one from Adam. What is going to be on your Christmas lunch slash dinner table? Can I guess yours? Yes. Lasagna. No. I'm not going to cook mm. anything. I'm going to go to my mom's. I think she's making ham. And then for me, she usually makes like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese rolls. So, yeah, probably that. I'm not making oh, yeah. anything. If, if I'm eating at home, probably going to buy a fucking DiGiorno hand-tossed frozen pizza, slap that motherfucker <laughs> in the enough. oven at 375 for 17 minutes, and then eat the whole motherfucking thing by myself in one sitting. I think that... My, well, we're either going to do turkey or dad will do a ham. Like, that's so, his thing. So, let me ask you this. Is it bad that I can eat an entire DiGiorno frozen pizza by myself in no. 15 minutes? No. no. Okay. 
Like, I can eat that whole motherfucker in less time than it takes to watch, like, an episode of a 22-minute TV show. Yeah, that shit's not dense like regular pizza, so no. True. Those hand-tossed are fucking great. And it's smaller than a regular pizza, too, really. It doesn't take up as much space. So, yeah, I can tear that motherfucker down. It's probably not okay, but I'm going to say it's okay. I'm not trying to impress anyone. So, Adam's next question. Any family traditions for the holidays? No. (laughs) Like I said, my dad's side of the family all get together. Um, I don't see the point of it anymore because the grandparents are gone. And, like, the kids have kids now. But they do it. I show up once every few years, probably. So, um... I am... I... My mom grew up a Jehovah Witness. Uh, She's not a practicing one, but so she didn't really grow up with that. And then my dad just, like, doesn't like the holidays. So I never really grew up. I mean, we would have a tree, and, like, my mom's got decorations up. Yeah. As far as, like, little things on the the shelves and stuff. But we don't really have any traditions. And uh, uh, my lady told me that she's going to make me start. We're going to make some traditions together eventually. So I'm like, okay, that works for me. Well, there you go. Whatever. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, like, so we do my dad's side of the family thing. They do that. They used to draw names because there's four. There's four. My dad had three brothers and a sister. Damn. Of them, they had, in my generation, four kids. So, like, there's a lot of people there. So they there's would. A bunch of Sanfords. They would draw. Sanford and Sons. They would draw uh, names out of hats. And, you know, you'd get a gift for that person. Well, they stopped doing that. Now they just do the whole, like, everybody bring a gift and you draw a number and you do all that shit. So I guess that's a tradition now. I don't really know. Um, I'll go to my mom's house at some point and do stuff with them. Yeah. So I was always the type of guy. Ugh, excuse me. It's getting late. Um, I Happy wanted birthday, to, Megan, by the way. I, I just realized it's 1230. I wanted to move to the West Coast. Partly so I didn't have to do family tradition shit. Like, I wanted to just go move somewhere where nobody knew me. But, yeah, I've never been the guy to want to do family tradition-y stuff. So, you, you just want to do butt stuff. You don't care about yeah, family tradition. butt stuff. You just want a girl to shit on your chest. That's, that's what yeah, you're about. Yeah, I want a girl yeah. to shit on my chest on Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Shit and then put little baubles and stuff and a little star on top of it. Make a little shit in this tree. There you go, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Yeah. Um, New Year's resolutions, gaming or other? Uh, undecided. I'm going to try to lose like 20 pounds at least. I always say that and then I never follow through with it, so I just don't say it anymore. Well, I'll never say it, so I'm going to try to say it and <laughs> will it into existence this year. Yeah. Good luck with that. I hope Thank it you. works I out. I appreciate for that. You. I appreciate that, sir. Um, I thought about ooh. I thought about reading books cuz I did 2020 i did i wanted to play and beat 12 games i never played before i did that so one a month 2021 i wanted to watch 100 movies i'd never seen before i did that this year i was gonna try to lose 40 pounds that didn't work so next year i'm thinking about maybe trying to read 12 books but i don't know we'll see like i said i'm undecided i'll decide in january i got another couple weeks that you do my good sir that you do Fucking Christmas is 13 days away. What the fuck? I know, right? It's wild. I'm probably going to have to work because I requested next weekend off. Yeah, probably so. But that's fine with me. I'll get that time in a sweet, sweet time and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, this next one from Adam. Sonic 
or Mario? I don't know. It's it's close. Video game wise, Mario. Character design, probably Sonic. Movie wise, as of right now, Sonic. We'll see how that changes when the Mario movie comes out. But I will say Sonic has better <clears throat> movies than Mario at the moment. Nate, <clears throat> you know I love you. But I like Mario more than I like So Nice the Hedge Pig as far as games go. I mean, you're talking about I haven't like, seen the movies. So Sonic Frontiers, I hear, is good. But if you take that out, you have like the first three and Sonic and Knuckles. Then like Sonic Adventure. Sonic 3D, Sonic Pinball. But I'm saying like as far as Sonic CD. Universally renowned good games. Oh. Versus like... Can you name a mainline Mario title that wasn't universally liked? Mario Sunshine. I mean, still people liked it, though. In retrospect, people like it. Yeah, they didn't like it when it came out. <laughs> and maybe Super Mario Brothers 2 because it was confusing, but people still liked it. Yeah. But like maybe two out of 40 years worth, whereas there's a ton of Sonic games that people hate. So this next question is easy for me. Probably easy for you, too. Fuck, Mary kill. Kratos. Nathan Drake, Solid Snake. So, I'm going to marry Kratos, because that motherfucker protects his people. He can literally kill gods. Um, So, I'm going to fuck Snake, because I kind of like a bad boy. Which means, yeah, I'm going to push Nathan Drake off a cliff. So. But maybe Steam Machine Nathan will catch him. (laughs) I am going to fuck Kratos. Okay. I am going to marry Snake. And I'm going to kill Nathan Drake. Yeah. Because, so, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Fuck Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake is Kmart Lara Croft. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Like, Uncharted was just like, hey, let's make Tomb Raider with a dude. Yeah. Let's let's give Tomb Raider a penis. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. Um. So, you know you would be a bottom with Kratos. Of course. He's going he's to call me boy. He's going to give you the peen of chaos. He's going to nut in my bussy. I know how yeah. it goes. Yeah. He might um, blow your back out literally with his god jizz. And our final question, I think, because I haven't gone and checked the question thing, but... I'm pretty sure that's the last one. I'll check. Would you want to see a Sonic JRPG the way we saw Super Mario RPG? My answer is yes. I think that'd be fucking... A Sonic version of Super Mario RPG, I think would be dope. <clears throat> yeah, but how would... I think that would be really cool, but it would be interesting to see how they would work a turn-based system into a Sonic game. I mean... But it's doable. Fucking copy-paste Super Mario RPG and just put Sonic characters in it. I don't think it would oh, be I hard. Mean, you can do Super like, Mario RPG came out years ago, though. You're t- I mean, I'm sure somebody's done that in like a ROM hack, but... But I'm saying, you're telling me if they did the exact same game, but with Sonic characters in the same art style and shit, and put it out now, people wouldn't like it. Well, yeah, because they would be like, why the fuck is this game called Sonic and the Seven Stars? Yeah. Be Sonic and why and is the he in the Mushroom Kingdom? Or the Seven Gems. <laughs> Nate says, uh, apparently they kind of already did it with Sonic Chronicles of the Dark Brotherhood. It is an oh, well, RPG. There you go. But no, I think I think a Mario RPG style game with Sonic characters could, could be pretty fucking dope. Because you could have like, your attacks be like a spin, a super spin. You know, it's very... I think it would translate very well to a Mario RPG style. Paper Mario style? Uh, maybe. Maybe the original Paper Mario, yeah. not what they've done to it now. Yeah, no. 
I know people who love the original Paper Mario, and they look at that series now, and they're like, what have you done to my boy? Yeah. That original was fire. <laughs> the one on N64 was fire, though. I remember renting it from Blockbuster and playing it nonstop so I could beat it before I had to return it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that is, that's going to... That, that's the end, man. Yeah. We've made it to the end. Um. So then I guess it's time for some house cleaning. If... If you would like to send us an email, you can send it to us at yetanotherbspod at gmail.com. You want to find us over on Facebook along with all the tumbleweeds and James Hall and Santos Lopez. You can find us at facebook.com slash group slash yetanotherbspodcast. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, it's at yabspod, or you can find him at just call me Jezza, or you can find me at J- supernerddalton. Uh, you can find us <clears throat> on the website, yabspod.wordpress.com. If you want to donate to the show, which would mean a lot to us, patreon.com slash yabspod. And all that Patreon money goes to Yab Spot Spring Break. And it would be like these wonderful people who support us. Jeff, Kana, Megan, Ostara, and Team Retro. Shout out to his channel on YouTube. Go check him out. Hell yeah. And uh, any any last thoughts for this week, my good sir? I bet Vegeta has a penis. On that note, take it easy.
Shame on you, sweet Zerabar. 